Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning from New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan on in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. And the number is 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So when Mel Kuyper Jr. put out his draft grades, I, I had the screenshot. You can see it on ESPN.com uh, right now. All the draft grades for all the different teams. And I had to screenshot the A-minus he gave the Jets. I had to. Because if, if Mel Kuyper Jr. likes it, I like it. That's a good draft. Like, that's how I felt about his assessment of the Jets draft. And even though they, they drafted two guys named Michael Carter, so one of them has to be the second. But I, I thought it was Joe Douglas a really good draft. And the only question, of course, now, guys, is the quarterback. Because if he hits say- on the quarterback, it's a great draft. If he doesn't... Not so good. Well, watching the draft, Mel said, you know, I would have stayed with Sam Darnold. Yep. I mean, flat out said it. I would have stayed with Sam Darnold. I was surprised at A minus. Well, I mean. That's the only reason why it was a minus, I believe. It, right? Yes. Well, or, or, well, I mean. yes. or maybe there was a position of a player at a position that they selected that they probably could have got, but they passed on him to take somebody else. So maybe that's where the minus comes in at. The quarterback is an issue. What is the quarterback going to be? We don't know. I mean, this is a first-time head coach, um, first-time offensive coordinator. You know, Mike Mike uh, LaFleur has never been a coordinator. Right. So you just don't know what you're getting. But I think Joe Douglas did a good job at drafting and then protecting the quarterback and getting things around the quarterback that you could see and be like, oh, okay, they're building something here. Can I say this? <laughs> just thinking about McCagnan. As opposed to Douglas, just such a dichotomy, right? Like, if you, just think about like what you had, where you came from, to the positioning of what's occurring right now. It just seems like it's very strategic, very well through, very thought through. It just seems like a completely different leadership style, but, the one that the Jets need. But McCagnan, I'm trying to think, who did he pick that was like ugh. Jamal Adams? That was a good pick. Yeah, Sam. Sam a, was a good Leonard pick. Leonard Williams. That was a good pick. You know, Quinn. Quinn Williams? That's yeah. a good pick. Yeah, his high picks were good. It's some of the it's work everything after else. it. I mean, the depth of the drafts weren't very good for the Jets. The depth weren't, weren't very good. Or, and again, Sam about, really. How about it wasn't the depth of the Jets. It was the, the um, coaching of them, the preparation, the getting them to do certain See, things. See, I agree. I actually think more than anything, it was – and, and I don't think you it was have Todd to Bowles. Develop, I think it was Adam Gates. You have Gase. to develop players. Well, yeah. yeah. Having that position is, is way more than just the draft. Yeah. Developing <laughs> is crucial. That's why we get – I mean, we draft grades based on, okay, what's the potential, but we really can't – we can't – actually, we, we grade drafts. We can't grade any drafts until about three years later, right? Yeah. Say, How do you three? maximize potential? Yeah, what would you do with those exactly. picks now? Again, because, you you know, Mekhi Becton last year left tackle, okay, that's a really – and it turned out to be a fantastic draft pick, Right. And then you get Vera Tucker to be now the left guard. Now you feel like that left side, you know, to protect Zach Wilson should be intact for 10 years. And those three really should be together the way, if this works out the way it's supposed to, 10 years. It, right? It, that's it, what you've got. That's what you're looking at. You're, you're, you're looking at growth. It's almost like AAU basketball, Jay. They start off at six years old. And by the time their teams continue to grow, when they get into high school, they've been playing together. So they just flawless. Mm-hmm. And then one or two or three of them go to college yeah, together. Right. And then that becomes flawless. Mm-hmm. And that's how the Jets 
should be based on this young youth of talent that they have. If they're developing them the right way, they should be fine. How many right. years do you give Zach Wilson? I, I, years I, I, meaning I, well, just like before oh, he just be, emerges, like before you start before, tripping on him, yeah, start thinking about arch. Like Manning. as a Jets fan, Alan, like before you start me like ah, I can't. It could be right. Why not Sam Darnold plays great right out of the gate? Again. I can't. And do Zach this struggles. Again. Like I, how long? I almost expect it. I almost expect. I expect Sam to play well, and I don't know. I. I'm telling you, that's my feeling is exactly what Mel said. I don't know He's, because Zach Willie, this could be a great draft or it could become a draft that you regret based on what Zach Wilson does. And if if Trey Lance becomes what the Niners think he's going to be, you passed on him, Jets. Right? Think about that. You're going to say it years later, even, even though right now you know, yeah, but he's not ready yet and the Jets need somebody ready. That doesn't matter five years from now when you look back and go, you screwed up because you passed on that guy who's now an all-time talent. Three, three years before you start to look at a grade. Okay. Three years. Three? Yeah, because you do the same thing with everybody else. What makes him different is because he's in New York. You did the same thing with Josh Allen. If Josh Allen didn't get what he got, in his third year, you'd have been running him out of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If we didn't all of a sudden – Baker was almost run out of Cleveland. Uh, uh, if we didn't all of a sudden get a new head coach in the Cleveland, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield be on the streets. Okay. I mean, Kyler Murray, you, you too, know, with D-Hop. You know. That's still – and that's also Kyler still Murray, up Kyler for, Murray, I understand. Kyler Murray's deal is just a little bit different because I'm of the belief that if Cliff Kingsbury is leaving, Kyler Murray will be leaving shortly after. Okay. Yeah, just, because I, I mean, but you, every, yeah. just because the majority of the coaches that I've spoken to – that are head coaches, that's not what they want at the quarterback's All right, let me give you a couple other. So, so the Jets get an A-. minus. Now, that's the last of the A grades that he gave out, but he gave out some A's. The Chargers got an A. Yeah. Protect Justin thought, Herbert. Yeah, that exactly. Was big. They made that. Roshan Slater was yep. a ter- yeah, terrific pick, obviously. Uh, after that, the Dolphins get an A. Any, thoughts on, any thoughts on that as who well? They, they picked up Waddle and who else? They picked up Waddle uh, – Jalen Phillips, the, uh, Phillips, the edge, the right? Defensive end from, right. from Miami. That's somebody from there telling me that they think Wilder Another was tackle the second as best well. player in the draft. Second best player in the draft. That's mm-hmm. strong. All right, so those are the A's, though. And then after that, of course, now you get the Ravens with a B plus. Did we like that they get Bateman, the wide receiver? Yeah, they needed to address. That was, yeah. a, that was a need that they okay. needed to address. The Bears get a B plus. Now, moving up for Justin Fields, felt like an A. Right. Well, what about the rest of the draft? Oh, I love Tevin Jenkins, the tackle. But I'm saying, okay, like, so now you get him. So you, not only you got the quarterback, you got somebody that is, you know, McFilthy and McNasty looking to take of care of it. Though. Yeah, well, you got, you got two offensive tackles actually. Um, you know, he gave him a B plus. I mean, I, I, I'm, mm. it's too much to read here to, to explain why it's not an A. But Rams B plus. Vikings B plus. I mean, Giants some, B some plus. Good giant. Eagles, and then B plus. again, we get to the Giants, and that's a B plus as well, because Dave Gettleman did something he doesn't normally do, which is trade back. back. In fact, he you know he did that a couple of times. It still comes away with Kadarius Tony. I'm curious why Dave Gettleman didn't get an A. Well, I can read this while you guys talk if you want. I can explain it. Go ahead. Um, well, I think I think he didn't I, get an I, A. Because Ojalari's a really nice pick at linebacker. Right? Yeah, that's but a I, really I, you don't good get pick. the A because you probably should address the offensive line or the defensive side of the ball on the interior rather than get another toy, even though you've already got toys. You got Shepard and you've gotten Ingram and you've went out and got Galladay. And so you've got 
some weapons there already. Well, I, I hear you. I, I really want to pin a Sewell. Obviously, Detroit. Slater would have been another one that I made mention of throughout the course of the show for the O-line. But I also you can get you can pick up some of those other pieces later, right? Yeah, I, but if the O-lineman that's there, that's – that's a guy that can play for you versus trying to figure out later in the draft if that guy capable of playing. You, you, I'd rather have a sure bet if I'm trying to protect my quarterback to get the ball to the, the players that we have. Daniel Jones, you can't get a full evaluation on Daniel Jones if you're helping him up off the ground. I'm yeah. like, hey, Daniel, let me help you up. Sorry about that. Well, man. Gettleman did address that, that when he talked to the, the line, and he said that the media doesn't value the players that he already has on the roster as much as he does. He he values what he's got. He feels like their line is not an issue. And that's okay if that's the way he feels. So that's why he didn't address it. I think it. most mm-hmm. people's eyeballs would say that offensive line is not very good. Now, does it mean that Gettleman or, or whoever, Colombo, if he's still there, or Jason Garrett or whoever isn't looking at the tape in saying, oh, we're good here, we just need to clean this up, oh, that really is the quarterback's fault, he held the ball too long, or that really is the quarterback's fault because he drifted too far to the left, therefore mm-hmm. the, the defensive end slipped off our left tackle and it created a sack, or he didn't drop back fast enough in the pocket, so therefore he got the pocket got pushed into his lap. I'm not watching the film. The only thing I'm seeing is every – other play, you helping Daniel Jones up off the ground. It just felt like Dave Gettleman made a lot of moves. Like, we always talk about, we had Brandon Beam on from Buffalo. He says, you know, we asked him if he ever thought Dave would trade back. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's like, yeah, I think he would do it. Well, he did it twice. Yep. He did it twice. I mean, he got a boatload. Yep. In the Which first is important. Round, right? And again, another guy yeah. that you think might be in a tenuous situation where he really needs to win this year. And instead, he made sure the future is – intact with some extra picks for next year but still got very good player in tony who could be a useful weapon not yeah, just in exactly. offense but also on special teams which is something that is close to joe judge's heart then you move up in round three for aaron robinson yep. which only cost you a fifth pick you know what i mean from the Bears. so like he there were moves being made like, i thought this was one of dave yeah, he Gellman's wasn't best sleepy drafts. dave today like it's one of his best drafts. drafts yeah he he was very active and we've seen the giants get jumped in the past and in, in past drafts where they stay still and other teams jump over them and get players that they wanted. So, again, it all comes down, as we know, to Saquon's health and if Daniel Jones can prove that he is the guy this year because you did give up a pick that got another team, Justin Fields. And you have to also remember that. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Join host Nate Burleson and guest Justin Fields, Najee Harris, and Jamar Chase in the new Progressive YouTube series, Up All Night. Watch every episode exclusively on YouTube.com slash Progressive. Let's take some calls. Let's go to Dustin in Georgia. Go ahead, Dustin. Hey, guys, real quick. I just want to make a quick observation on what I think will be my observation about Kyle Trask. And, and it's ironic that he's uh, down there with Brady. But uh, if he's unlucky, and I say unlucky enough to not get some serious playing time in, you know, over the next year or two years before Brady finally decides to leave, if Brady doesn't get hurt and Trask gets in to show how good he really is, any success that that guy has throughout his career, it's always going to fall back and somebody's going to say, oh, well, he learned from the best. Mm-hmm. That guy was a good quarterback at Florida and only had, like I said, about three or four bad quarters throughout his you know, time at Florida. Last but least, another comment I want to make is that I would love for Aaron Rodgers to come to my Denver Broncos. Yeah, hey, you guys, I love the show. Thanks for taking my call. 
Y'all keep talking it out. Have a good one. Thank you, Dustin. Everybody believes that, that the Broncos would be the, the place. The Trask Man, story you whatever you want. Yeah, you, you, yeah wouldn't I, you? I'm a, if you're I'm John a, Elway, anything. I'm going to it. call. You know, I watch a lot of ID networks. So <laughs> oh, it's like somebody being killed. No, in the ID network, when the guy is harassing her or she's harassing him and they get the call log, it'd be like 60 calls in 30 seconds. That's what I am if I'm Denver Broncos. I'm leaving message after message. I'm emailing. We just, until he picks up and accepts it. Just stalking them. Right? All day. Yeah. Just waiting for the Man, opportunity. all day long. I'm so a you're the call. salesman. You're the salesman that's just whatever, waiting for the opportunity. Whatever, what, I'm the guy, like I said, on the ID network. Uh-huh. I'm that guy. When they check the, the law, <laughs> I done called 100 times in 30 seconds. The, the, you know, the, he called it between <laughs> 8 and 9, 150 times. Keyshawn left five messages in I'm that half I'm telling hour. you, I'm that guy. <laughs> But you know what? For something like this, yeah, you just keep waiting for that chance. It's like when you see that vintage car that somebody owns, and you keep asking, when are you going to sell it? And I'm not selling it. When are you going to sell it? I'm not cool, selling I'll it. You patient. keep waiting because eventually they might want to sell it, and they know you're interested. That's why I got Teddy Two Gloves. Kyle And Kyle Trask, by the way, it, it, what a story he is. Like, I never started anywhere. Like, think about that story. And now he's in the NFL. Tom Brady. And he's with Tom Brady. And if, no, right? What you mean? Because he's with Brady? Yeah, just oh, like well, it's just being the, with Tom Brady, having that, having that as a is, rookie to go into the, to learn from that. Just sit back. If you're Kyle Trask, just sit back, say nothing, and just learn all you can. Like, this is a guy, again, that, that never started anywhere, ever. You know, he was always a backup, and here he is a backup in the NFL, and yet he's gone this far. He's a great story. Uh, Chris, Chris is in Austin on the Niners. Good, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? How we doing? What's up, man? Hey, a couple things, two things I want to mention real quick. First, I'm a big Buckeyes fan. How does the consensus All-American corner, Sean Wade, drop to the fifth round? Did you see him play um, last year? Yeah, but he was still named a first-team All-American. No, no. I mean. Did, did you see him play then. last season? I, I did, yeah. But, you know, not I mean, I, I'm not going to. It wasn't I, great, I, man. And I think the steal in the fifth round with that guy. I think he'll bounce back. Okay. I'm no, a Buckeye prob- fan. Probably, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't he probably good. will bounce back, but that tape that he put on display. Yeah, I don't think that was. Cool. No, so you're right. Yeah, he, had a, he had a rough year. But yeah, it was rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Chris. You're, you're right. That's how he gets you, Chris. He calls it, it was rough, buddy. The, yeah, no, but still, it's making. Man, it I, I was that. The tape is everything. The no, last I, thing you put on tape is everything. Literally, I'm watching. Sean Wade last season, and I'm watching the playoff game, and they just – they was just dialing it up on him. They was like, find that dude, man. Where is he at? The fish. It's like a duck. Shoot mm-hmm. him down. You know, and, and a year earlier in 2019, had he elected to forego his senior season and go to the draft, he'd have been a top six or seven corner off the board. Wow. And he goes back to Ohio State. And they just found him. Yeah, it didn't work out. Drive-by, just found him. Yeesh. Dale's in Kentucky. Dale. Morning, guys. Morning. Um, I'm a huge Bengals fan, and I guess I got a two-part question. Um, first, do you think that Bengals Nation can really get excited about maybe comparing Chase and Higgins to Hushman Zada and Johnson? And my second part is, is – are they going to – do you guys think that the Steelers are going to target, you know, maybe Burroughs knee like they did Palmer back in 06 when you remember that? Uh, and I'll just kind of hang up and listen to your guys' analysis. Thank you. 
No, I don't. I don't know about the targeting of Carson's knee. Um, it was a freak accident to start with, and he got hurt, and so that that was the rest of the Cincinnati Bengals in terms of Hushmanzada and would, would it be Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco? I don't remember when he changed his name, but that was a pretty good tandem for for the uh, Bengals at the time, and that Higgins and Chase could be very similar. Key, I, I, you know, I don't know the Carson situation. I don't remember seeing that or going through that. But you can't tell me that in the NFL, because I know it happens in the NBA all the time. Guy maybe breaks the third metacarpal in his left hand, coming off of it. Guy's like, all right, just, just know that he's coming off a little injury on his hand, and if you want to give him a hard swipe down or a rake through on a shot, let's see how it feels. Guys do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, whether people want to say that publicly or not, that's a different story. But let's not act like targeting and things like that don't go on when injuries are made known by what people are battling back from. You take from. Palmer out just, of that game, it's over. I mean, it's, I'm not, like I said, yeah, I'm not saying like, that. I don't know old. about the Carson Palmer situation. But yeah, just, they, oh, they, you watched that replay? They crawled into him, though. It wasn't, he, he was crawling. Mm-hmm. This was like the Tom Brady situation where somebody is low and they kind of crawled into him and hit his knee. It wasn't one of those. This wasn't a deliberate, okay, we get ready to take him out type situation. But, Key, you got to say that. Th- that stuff happens, though. In professional sports. If guys know that you're injured, I'm not saying they do it maliciously to try to hurt you again, but, I mean, if I just happen to hit you in this spot and you got why, hurt, it's why, you're on the field. Yeah, it's why in hockey they say lower body injury, upper body injury. They don't give you an exact Which injury. is what I hate yeah, when they specify what you, the injury you, is. You, you can't, I hate that. You cannot in hover NFL. around In the NFL, you have to because of Vegas. You can't <laughs> hover around a quarterback legs in the NFL. No, not, now you can't. And, yeah. and I think after the Palmer, well, after that Brady. injury is where the rules Brady. changed. Brady. Brady changed it. Tom, terrific Tom. To I, th- you, I thought it was after the pump, after that hit. No, nah, things Brady. changed. Brady, sure, the rule 100%. wasn't named after. Hundred no? percent. Hmm. Brady gets what he wants. Just ask the Buccaneers. That's true. If only Don't Aaron ask Rogers. the Packers. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Oh, let's take Brian in Chicago. Go ahead, Brian. Shot Town. Time in the building. I tell you what. Hats off to the Bears. At least they made the move. At least we took a shot. I'm happy to get Fields. I'm looking for him to do some damage, like uh, Keyshawn did the Northwestern in the Rose Bowl about 25 years ago. Beat the brakes off the opponents. Aaron Rodgers, get out of your feelings, baby. You're getting 40 million. Shut up and go to work. I gotta go flip pizza today. All right. Wow. You should have told these guys six months ago you wanted to trade. They could have got drafted. Enough. Enough. Stop whining. You know what I'm saying? And Deshaun Watson wanted to trade. It was a big deal. I get it. Rodgers got more cachet. But could have, he could have made this decision uh, two months ago. You know what I'm saying? Hats off. You guys got a great show. Jay Will, we love you. Shy City, baby. Stay off those motorbikes. We love you, baby. <laughs> wow. All right. Progressive well, insurance, Jay. That they're our sponsor. That's yes. why I ride in trucks now with a yeah. lot of steel around. With progressive insurance. With progressive too. insurance. Thank Look you. how that flipping works Flipping a deep out. dish. You're not flipping a deep dish. Though. I love yeah. the deep dish. You know what I'm saying? But he's yeah. talking about flipping the deep dish. But, but what, he, what he says, though, about Aaron Rodgers, that's why I said that before. I wonder how – when do you get to a point where – you start getting that reaction of you make a lot of money. Well, that's what I'm You're saying. On a exactly. Team. Like dial When do you start to get that hate that D. Watson got before all that stuff happened? But that's easy though. That's that's easy to to say. Shut up. You make all the money. That's that's easy. Well, nobody's saying shut up. It's just he just said it. It's all right. We get it. Like we get it. Like you know, it's just it's become a thing with him, hasn't it? No, like, this is be- not to me. No, not to me. When has he been happy? Get him, Alan. I get, I get him. Get, when, when has Aaron Rodgers been happy in Green Bay? There you go. That's the energy I need. Yes, more. 
<laughs> That's what I want to know because it was apparently it was Mike McCarthy's fault. Now it was all back. him. Now you're back. Keep Their going. last three and years. Now you got LaFleur in here, and LaFleur's supposed to be the whisperer. He's going to work years, out. How Allen with Mike McCarthy? Their team sucked. Yeah, you're right. They were built so poorly. They were right. terrible. Yeah. Don't don't let them cut you off. Then go. You move on to Mike LaFleur again. Or Matt. A Matt. Yeah. Mike is his brother, sure. who's the office coordinator yes. at the Jets. Yes. You you look at the communication that they have. There's communication issues. Are we going for it on third down? You're assuming or what that. are we doing? I still think we're assuming that. Until Aaron Rodgers himself says, you know, they never really talked to me about Jordan Love. I would have liked to have been involved in the conversation, all that. Like, there's so much cryptic going on with him. And you also, we know maybe more about his personal personal life than we should, but we do know that he's not great at relationships. Well, I don't know. Even with his own well, family. I, 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 I'm not going there. I don't know. I don't know what he's into, <laughs> and I don't Stop. care <laughs> about his personal life. Can't you make the point, though, that him, all right, you want to draft Jordan Love? Great. Let's come back and I won MVP. It's dead. It. It's dead. That's great. It's dead Mission now. accomplished. It's over now. Yeah. So like I but get I don't know over that, it. But but I don't know that they drafted Jordan Love to push him out. No, no, they didn't. But I feel like that's how he took it. I mean, can we not say that Aaron Rodgers is not one of the When are you ever going to be secure? Ultimate competitors. There isn't a game. When are you ever going to be secure? Then what do I got to do? What do I got to well, do? He's, maybe he is secure though, Allen. He wants them to communicate with him because clearly. He sees Tom Brady. He sees Russell Wilson. He sees Drew Brees, Peyton yeah, Manning. Russell Wilson not thrilled either. No, but Russell Wilson, they worked that out. That's yeah, cool. He's they did straight. work it out. I mean, Tom He's Brady good. is Why can't we the, work it the pinnacle out? of this, right? Like, obviously, giving Tom what Tom needs. Well, it's not just Tom. It's, well, Brady won that power struggle because well, guess who got traded? Jimmy G. The well, coach didn't want to trade Jimmy G. I, I don't know that. They say that some people say he did. Some people say he didn't. Jimmy G. And Tom Brady share the same agent, and the only reason why Jimmy G has Don Yee is because of Tom Brady. Mm. So it's kind of like, I get it. I understand what people tried to create this. Brady wanted to get rid of Jimmy G so he could stay there. I don't know if that was the case, or they felt like it was the value that they could get for Jimmy G because they didn't feel that Jimmy G was going to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady as Tom Brady moved on. Got a break here, is what I was told. That's what he said in my ear. <laughs> We do, but I just feel like that's a conversation about Aaron Rodgers that we, we had to have, and I just felt like having it. So, as we talked about, the grades of the draft, the man who gave those grades, Mel Kuyper Jr., will join us next to explain some of those grades that he gave, including the A-minus to my Jets. That is after Keyshawn has <laughs> this. Goodyear knows that no, when Jake, the season starts, it. Up, so do the possibilities. Got Key to start looking for his papers. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it, Allen. Good year. More driven. With the fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts. With the fifth pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select Jamar Chase. With the sixth pick, the Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddle. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. him out and that's the ball game Harper is gone and the Mets hang on to win it 8-7 the final a controversial ending as the Phillies thought they had tied it on an opposite field homer by Reese Hoskins but they didn't that's courtesy of ESPN radio the Mets scored six runs in the eighth to beat the Phillies 8-7 Reese Hoskins hit a game tying or it seemed to be home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth it was reviewed and ruled a double instead. The Mets entered Sunday 1-29 for 29 over the last two seasons, or 1-29 over the last two seasons, when trailing by multiple runs in the eighth inning or later, they come away with the win. The Bucks beat the Nets 117-114 behind Giannis Antetokounmpo's 49 points. It was just enough to overcome Kevin Durant, who had 42 on the afternoon. This is just the third instance in NBA history where opposing former MVP winners each scored 40 in the same game. The other two instances were back in 1962. Both involved Bob Pettit and Wilt Chamberlain, of course. Two teams will meet again on Tuesday in Milwaukee. Doubleheader tonight on ESPN and ESPN2 starting at 7.30 Eastern. Zion Williamson and the Pelicans host Steph Curry and the Warriors on ESPN with a special Arena of Heroes marvel theme broadcast on ESPN2. Then at 10, the Nuggets visit L.A. to take on Keyshawn's Lakers and what could end up being a first-round playoff preview. Sports Center brought to you by Nature Valley. Feel the joy of a sunny day. Find the freedom of an open field and taste the crunch from 100% whole grain oats. Stay outside longer with Nature Valley oats and honey crunchy granola bars. We are better outside. And he walked, too. Wearing suits. Fake height. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us in the Goodyear Hotline and on the Goodyear Hotline right now, Mel Kuyper Jr., our ESPN NFL Draft Analyst. Mel, good morning. You know I'm a Jets fan, so I have to ask you. I love that you gave the Jets an A-. minus. In fact, I said if Mel likes it, I like it. I put that all over social media. But now I need to know, why not an A? 
Well, I think this, Alan, I think the A-minus could have been an A-plus. I just would have gone the Sam Darnold route. Uh, they didn't, and I, I'm a big Sam uh, supporter here, like Zach Wilson. So, And then what they did is it's a one great thing that you look at, and it's a lot of great things Joe Douglas, GM, did. But he said, hey, I'm going to all make all this about making Zach Wilson great. The whole draft was about that. What's a fourth-round pick? Michael Carter, great choice, running back out of North Carolina. It's an incredible spot to take a running back, not in the first, but in the fourth. He's a heck of a foot football player. Point of emphasis, make Zach great. That's what a GM needs to do. They did it. That's why the Jets, really an A. I just put the A minus because I would have stuck with Sam. They didn't. But hey, I have no issue with Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson is going to have every opportunity to have success. There won't be any excuses. Won't be, well, the organization didn't do enough to help the quarterback. This GM and this organization is going to do everything in their power to allow Zach Wilson to be as good as he possibly can be. Hey, I love it. Uh, I'm fired up right now. Mel, Mel, I think I think now that the draft is over, Allen is hoping to come back into your room and get you to change the grade <laughs> to an A. You know how that goes in the classroom. That ain't happening. Sneak into the computer. <laughs> Can we do that? Sneak in a couple of Benjamin Franklins <laughs> with, <laughs> the, <laughs> with the note. <laughs> hey, so, Mel, the, you, you, the Chargers along with the Dolphins, you gave both of those teams A's. What did you see in what they did in the draft? Love what Miami did and the, and the Chargers did. And I got one I, I, would, I would have meant to what Allen was saying, but I'll go to Miami. You, know, you do what you need to do to get your entire football team better. You know, and you don't worry about the opt-out. I think the opt-out, Javon Holland, great player. I mean, opt-outs became bargains. And I think when you look at filling needs, you know, generating excitement. Hey, Devontae Smith was my guy, but Jalen Waddle's a great player. I said last week when we talked about it, I said, you put those three names, Chase, Waddle, Smith, up on a wheel, spin the wheel, wherever it stops, I'm happy with who I get. So Jalen Waddle is also going to help, too, in terms of field position. You talk about what he means to that offense, the offensive line, everything they needed to do, set up the pass rusher off the edge in Jalen Phillips. So you got a lot of great things going in Miami. It's there. They're so close in this draft could possibly with Tua coming back remember now two years removed from that hip his arm strength that everybody questioned we didn't see what we we saw at Alabama we didn't see that last year we will see it I think this year so if everything comes together look out Buffalo I think you got a real challenger in the Miami Dolphins we knew it last year and we're going to know it even more so this year Giants general manager Dave Gettleman one of Jay Will's closest friends in the NFL traded down twice once in the first round, then again in the second round. What yep. grade did you give the Giants? Why a B plus, man? I gave him a B, I gave him a B plus, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I was too tough a grader. I was coming back from the draft. Thank you, Mel. Thank you. Two, three. It's two, three in the morning. I'm saying, give him a B plus. I looked at that and said, I, I should, I should get as an F for giving them a B plus. They deserve an A. Let's give the Giants. Let's amend the Giants up to an A right now. Dave Gettleman did a great job. When you trade down twice and you get Kadarius Tony and then you get Aziz Ojalari mm-hmm. and you get a number one pick next year added to what you already have in terms of draft capital and you do well with the rest of the picks. If that's not an A, I don't know what is. I made a big mistake giving him a B plus. That should have been an A. Dave Gettleman, great job. Thank you, Mel. I mean, getting the hall, getting the hall for that first round pick. I mean, that that set the tone. I I didn't think Dave Gettleman had it in him. To be honest with you, I didn't know, Mel. I didn't know. Jay, I'm with you. No, I knew he had it in him. Dave Gettleman's a heck of a of a of a man. Number one, he's a heck of an evaluator. Number two, so you know, and obviously this is all about Daniel Jones and that offensive line. It's not about Daniel. It's about more the offensive line. That's going to be the key. But you heard what Urban Meyer said. 
Oh, man, that Kadarius Tony boy, everybody yeah. said that number one and that number 84, Kyle Pitts and yeah, he would have liked. He took Travis Etienne, good football player, but Kadarius Tony, hey, Giants got Kadarius Tony. So Kadarius Tony, if he learns, only thing Kadarius needs to do, don't go out there and act like you're that 235 pound fullback and just take people on and, and be that battering ram. Be, play like you want to live the fight in other days. It's nothing wrong with sliding down, nothing wrong with going out of bounds, nothing wrong with you know, not, not worrying about that extra yard or two except when you maybe need it the most. So if Canarius plays a game where he's not trying to be as aggressive as he is for a guy that has that type of frame, Canarius Tony is going to be a great addition to that offense. I agree with you, Mel. And let's talk about the Chicago Bears. I, I love sure. that they traded up for Justin Fields. But mm-hmm. is that the right place? For Justin Fields, can Justin Fields be successful as a Chicago Bear under the tutelage of Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace? Jay, that's a great question. Well, I was thinking about that when I was driving back. Is I'm a big Justin Fields supporter, and I think, and we were just talking about that with Get Up and different things. Yeah, it's it's so much pressure to put on a young man coming in to say he's got to save the job of the head coach. He's got to save the job of the GM. He's got to be the guy right now that elevates this team to you know better than they were last year and do all the things necessary. He's coming in. Andy Dalton's there. Andy Dalton knows this league. Uh, this team it doesn't have a lot of firepower on offense. Let's face facts here. So when you really look at Justin Fields, to put all that on him with a shorter preseason and to say he's got to be the guy opening week, I don't think so. I think they have to have a plan in place. And I, I think the GM and the head coach have to feel like we're not just here for this year. We're here beyond that. And, and to think that you're going to have to put a quarterback out there to save jobs. Justin Herbert last year wasn't going to be the guy until what, minutes before a game, Tyrod can't go. Hey, hey, Justin, you're starting. And he went out and he was phenomenal. He was phenomenal the rest of the year. That doesn't happen that often, guys. So I looked at John Elway, greatest of, one of the greatest of all times, and he, he wasn't ready to go. Steve DeBerg was ready that first year. Steve DeBerg was better than John Elway. Andy Dalton may be better than Justin Fields. It didn't mean John Elway was a bust and he's terrible, right? Okay? What he did, he looked pretty bad in games. I was a I was at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. He looked like he couldn't move that team an inch, right? He couldn't get a first down. DeBerg comes in and boom, they're going out of field and they beat the Baltimore Colts. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a, some struggles as a rookie. That doesn't define your career. I just think it's way too much pressure to put on Justin Fields to be saving GMs and head coaches' jobs. All right, Mel, I love your energy today, by the way, on a Monday after a busy weekend for you. So l- let me ask you something that we, we talked mm-hmm. about at the very beginning of the show. Five quarterbacks go in the first round. Three of them obviously in the top three. Uh, you get the team moves up to get the fourth one. Uh, Mac Jones is the fifth one. The Patriots get him. So out of these quarterbacks, it's always like these are the teams that clearly I've been looking for quarterbacks, the perpetual search for a quarterback. So out of those five taken in the first round, which team found their guy that you say franchise guy for the next 10 years, lock it in? Who will it be? You know, I think when you look at it, you know, it's all the top, top group that is in the right situation if they are handled properly. And I go to Trevor as my guy, and then Justin was number two and Zach was number three. I think Trey was the most fascinating, and has been and will be the most fascinating player. And he's in a fascinating situation because you have Jimmy G, whose only issue has been durability. Hasn't been ability. When he's played, he's played pretty well. I mean, he did lead him to a Super Bowl. He hadn't been able to stay healthy. And then and got a 20-year-old quarterback with a one double-A situation and 17 starts. That's asking a lot of Trey Lance. Mac Jones, that's just perplexing, guys. I know, Key, you think about New England. You got Cam. Cam's now second year with this offense. This offense is tr- is tremendously different, completely different than what Mac Jones is going to run, which is the Brady offense. How do you adjust as an alignment? The personnel around the quarterback say, well, we're going to be Cam, but now we're going to flip the Mac. 
So we're going to go back to the Brady way. Mm. You, who are you committing to? If it's going to be Cam initially, I think Max going to have to wait. I think Cam, we saw it last year, designing plays specifically for basically a single-wing type quarterback. That's not Mac Jones. So to me, I don't know how you figure it out in New England. When you go from Cam to Mac, you're changing things back to Brady. But right now we're going from Brady to Cam, and we're in year two with Cam, and we want to win some games. We've done all these great things. To me, perplexing is what I would say the word to describe the situation right now in New England. Mel, great stuff as always. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. All right, Mel. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, man. How fantastic of a grader is he, though? Like, that's the teacher you want. The one that admits, you know what? I graded too tough. I'm going to change your grade. Hmm. If you're a Giants fan, you got to love that. I need to. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all do. No, I got a degree. I'm just saying, I would like to, when I look at, you know, how the GPA, there are those teachers for SATs. All right, well, coming up, we're going to go go through the side door, the back door, or the front door. A lot of NBA to get to, including what we think, really think, of Giannis. So that'll be coming up next. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, ESPN Radio. Yankees offseason breaking moves are finally paying off with back-to-back solid outings from Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyone. Breaking moves brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Are you ready to go A to Z now? Hey, yep. KJZ goes A to Z, ESPN Radio. Really? So let's begin with Giannis and KD having that duel yesterday on ABC. It was a fantastic game, actually. The Bucks did get the win, 117-114 over Brooklyn. Now, they'll play again Tuesday. That's the cool thing about this season, right, is that you have these little mini-series that are going on, so they're going to – they play each other within two days. Giannis goes for 49, third most in a game in his career. He's 21 of 36. That's a career high for field goal attempts. KD goes for 42, and it looks so easy, didn't it, Jay? Third player in Nets history with consecutive 40-point games. And as I said earlier, the third time in NBA history at dueling 40-point games by former MVPs. The other two were back in the 60s. 
And it was both Will Chamberlain and Bob Pettit. So take a listen to Giannis after the game with Rachel Nichols about whether or not this was a head-to-head battle between himself and KD. Nice turnaround. I was not going back and forth with KD. You know, KD is one of the greatest scorers to ever play the game. You cannot play that way. You know, if you go back and forth with a guy like that, he's going to score 50, 70. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, I just had a lucky night. And uh, at the end of the day, I was able to slow down and get to my spot, kept being aggressive. Uh, but this, this game don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing to me. Uh, we play them again in two days. And uh, as you say, it's a team that we're going to see in the, in the playoffs if we want to go to the finals. Uh, but we got to like in. We got to come ready on, uh, whenever we play them. And uh, hopefully we can get a win then. This is the rivalry the NBA needs. And I know that Giannis just said some pretty complimentary things about KD. But let me give you some insight into Kevin Durant and how this rivalry is going to happen. So Giannis drops 49 last night, right? Tried to attack the rim, tried to dominate every possession. That's how he plays. He plays pissed off all the time. I love that. But when KD thinks about who are the best players in the game, he loves Michael Jordan. You know why? Michael Jordan had the complete arsenal, the complete toolkit. Whatever you need it, diversified toolkit, I can give it to you. KD sees the best of the best, having all the pieces. Giannis doesn't have all the pieces yet, right? Yep. So there's a little bit of that. And I'm not saying I'm speaking for KD, but like, all right, like you're Giannis, you're good, but you're not. You ain't me. You're not me. Yeah. You're not me. Giannis wants to be better than KD. But last night watching KD miss the shot to tie the game and watching Brooklyn players walk up the court clapping, right? Sitting saying, all right, we know that we didn't beat y'all, but we didn't have our maestro. <laughs> it's amazing. We didn't have James Harden. Right. So that's what this rivalry is going to be. That's going to be, if that happens, I would love to see that matchup in the Eastern Conference. Nothing. No, I, I thought you pointed to yourself. So no, I thought. I just, because you were talking about certain things. I'm like, yeah, that's me. You, you felt you? you feel Nobody the same had way. your toolkit? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. I, I respect but it. But that's a place that, that a lot of KD, elite athletes get to. KD is that dude. So that's. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, you chasing me. But uh, we'll say this, Alan, you and I were talking about it. When you saw Giannis score in the last two and a half minutes of the game. He was one for what, four, and the only the shot move? he made was an up and under where Blake doesn't need to bite on the ball fake. Exactly. They he, let he him walk the ball, him ball walk fake, a fadeaway. Yep. Let him shoot it, Blake. So coming down, it, it's always going to be the same narrative until yep. we get to the playoffs with Giannis. And plus, when you talk about those threes that they just let him set up walk for, they're going to run up on him, though. In the, in, no, they won't. No, they no, won't. No, no. They'll let him shoot you him in the You can live with kid. him making threes because he no, doesn't. No, when I, when I say run up on him, they're not just going to sit there and go like that. They're going to put a hand up to try to at least get in his way. Mm, oh, no, 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 no. I'm telling yeah. you. Why wouldn't you? No, no, why? It's psychological warfare. Yeah. If, if we're in the middle of an NBA game and I'm five feet off you, that's a pretty, pretty glaring sign. Yeah, oh, I don't even respect your shot. I don't respect just, to get out of here. But Giannis he knocked 40. a few of them down. You're going to have to run up on him at some point. Uh, but eventually, in a game seven, you might. Giannis's 49-point performance, by the way, is today's overnight delivery. Overnight delivery is brought to you by USPS. Business is changing, and USPS is changing with it. Find out how at usps.com slash newroots. United States Postal Service, priority you. Also in the NBA, LeBron James so clearly doesn't like the play-in tournament. Now, the Lakers lost again. They lost to the Raptors 121-114. And listen to LeBron talking about Now, they're not there yet, yeah, but they're getting closer as they're now in the sixth seed in the West. And as you know, the 7-10 play-in goes as such. And that last week, the week leading into the playoffs, those teams that are 7 through 10 in their conferences, respective conferences, 7 and 8 play each other. The winner gets 7. Eight has to play the winner of nine versus ten, and then that then sets up your seven and eight seed. So it's an extra play-in, and it's instead of getting a week off, now you've got to be 
part of it, and LeBron James and the Lakers having even just the idea of having to play in it, well, the King doesn't like it. We end up at sixth or fifth or, or, or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in a, you know, the playoff, uh, whatever that Ugh. thing is, wh- whoever came up with that sh- uh, need to be fired. Um, but whatever. Well, it was well, the, the owners, and they all the unanimously voted it. be fired, and none of the owners are going to be fired. So, <laughs> you know, right. I understand what LeBron is saying, but, you know, we just got to take care of business, man. That's really it. They hey. are – your team, by the way, right now – uh, yes, I understand. 0-2 yes, since LeBron returned and 1-5 since Anthony Davis returned. You thought these two guys come back and it'll balance the plane, but unfortunately the turbulence it, it continues. Will. It's only two games. It's only two games. Eight since, games left. It's only two games since they've been back. All Eight games left in a regular season. Make it to the playoffs. That's all that I'm saying. Well, However sh- you get they there. should. If we are in the playing tournament and we need those extra two games to get together, to get our stuff together, then we'll take it. You won't. You don't want that extra mileage. You don't want that. We he want They've that week off. They've been sitting on the damn couch for two months. Actually, I will want that mileage. Yes, right now I though, will they're want sitting as many sixth. reps as possible. That's what I just said. Really, as many reps yes. as possible. Portland, by the way, has the same record as the Lakers, and Portland sitting seventh. All right, what what you have at your advantage is the Grizzlies are still three and a half games back. They're in eighth. Golden State four back. San Antonio four and a half back. So, the, the specter of them playing in the seven ten. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but just the idea that it could is enough to probably put some urgency into LeBron, who did walk off the court with some ankle soreness, and now they'll see if he can play tonight against He'll be Denver tonight. on ESPN. He'll well, be playing. They have to win against Portland, so Portland, they actually win that series. If not, they have to beat more, win more games in Portland. That's right. But that's going to yeah, be the, interesting. The tiebreaker has also tie been key yes. here. Just quickly here, guys, though, what do you think of the 7-10, though? LeBron said not like it. I love it. You love it? I love it's it. It's good. I like it. I mean, two-thirds of the league is still engaged here. In fact, yeah. a little more if you consider that the Pelicans are still hanging in there trying to get in, the Bulls in the East. So you got 22 out of the 30 teams are really still trying to play for something instead of a lottery ball. The Wizards. People, I know we don't talk yeah. a lot about basketball. Russell Westbrook is having one of the best years of all time. Well, which really team incredible. finally got their quarterback? Let's talk about that next. KJZ on your smart speakers. All you got to say is ESPN Radio.